and we were just setting up for the night. It was dusk, and we saw two spacecraft land. They were when they noticed that we saw them, they just hovered in the air, and they landed. Some beings got out and walked around. It was just 300 meters from where we were, and. After a wee while, they just sank into the ground. And the, what stayed with us was that love, that emanation of love. We went into a meditation then to connect on the consciousness level with these beings and compared notes afterwards and we both had the same experience. CE5 or Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, is shorthand for the act of humans initiating contact with extraterrestrials, and this can be done through some simple protocols that anyone can do. Those who engage in CE5 are cutting-edge ambassadors. Ambassadors to other worlds, ambassadors of a new Earth, ambassadors of hope. My name is Andre Cardoso, and this program shares the personal stories of CE5 ambassadors from around the world. Today we'll hear from Una Ferguson. Una is a CE5 ambassador whose home base is in Scotland. Una has been a lifelong seeker and nomad, having lived all over the world and learned from shamanic and spiritual lineages from every continent. She is a teacher who runs courses on consciousness and what it means to live with an eye toward the sacred. She's truly a wonderful soul and I was so fortunate to get the chance to work with her out in the field and to speak with her for this show. Her practical experience and knowledge is invaluable in organizing groups for this kind of profound work that we do in CE5, and she shares that with us in this episode. She'll also get in some of her very close encounters, so stay tuned for that. I started off by asking her about the place that CE5 has in her life and what she loves about it. What I love most about CE5 is being out in nature and using our consciousness, our expanded consciousness. It's, to me, it feels like I'm completely connected with the whole cosmos, with myself, with, with the Earth in a way that, gets, that is profound. And what I, what I do, I just create more and more events because I like going there. And uh, I love, absolutely love the people who come to these events because they're all unusual and I feel we, we connect on a on a level where we can be unusual, where we can be different, and I meet people there that I otherwise would never meet in my what I call ordinary life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how long have you been um, uh, been a part of the CE Five initiative? Mm. I had been seeing CE Five YouTube's. I've been seeing a lot of Dr. Greer's YouTube's, of course, and I've always read from. My early childhood being connected to the cosmos, my grandmother would get me out of bed in the middle of the night to show me the stars. She was one of the first astronomers, uh, female astronomers at that time. And the reason why I actually went to an official CE5 event was because I realized there's something I need to learn. And I knew that by expanding my consciousness in this way, I could learn from people who are doing CE5. That was my initial reason for going. And ever since, I just enjoy the company of, of beings. I enjoy the consciousness. I enjoy the, co the company of other people. Mm. I 
enjoy being out in nature. And in CE5, there's um, this whole spectrum of consciousness that we can experience and interact with. And um, so I'm curious about your perspective about what's the relationship between things like feelings and thoughts um, in this context and how do we process um, what we're experiencing? Mm -hmm. I, f I find that we there's different levels of consciousness and one of the more limiting levels of consciousness is is where we are in our dramas, the typical drama triangle where you have a victim, you have a perpetrator, you have have a rescuer, and you keep on going round in circles in in that drama. You you move from one position to the next. And the solution does not lie in moving from one position to the next, but the solution is in moving up a level above that drama. And that's th those are the steps we need to take f f to be able to do CE5, to move past that daily drama and expand our consciousness. So dealing with our emotions, uh, healing those emotions, and then knowing how to use them in an effective way is, is crucial. We can do three things with our emotions. We can suppress them, we can use them in an unhealthy way, and we can use them in a very healthy way. And all of us have... Uh, know exactly what's meant when we say anger. And it doesn't matter whether you are a young man in London, whether you're the great shaman in Siberia, whether you're the Kalahari Bushman, every person has been given that energy. And we need to learn to use that in a very positive way. Right now, we most people suppress it, or they use it in an unhealthy way because it bursts out of that suppression. And, uh, but there's healthy ways of using that energy that is neutral. It's, uh, uh, it's like a knife. You can use it, it. The knife itself is neutral, but you can use it to either kill or butter your, put butter on your bread. And seeing these emotions as, as healthy and learning how to use them raises us up to a mastery of level with our emotions. And then... Once we are able to do that, because all of us run into dramas here, there, and everywhere, that life, which is part of life here, then we can step that up one more level and go beyond those those emotions and move into states, various states of consciousness, various levels of consciousness. So m moving up and down those levels. Uh, mostly up of course is is how we develop and how we raise who we are to a higher level mm. and so say someone's got their foot in the water and they're um experimenting and and um working with elevating themselves in a way to be able to do ce5 and to connect with um, intelligences that are working on on other levels of consciousness and on kind of other spectral dimensions of of reality. Um, they have an experience that confirms for them that they've made contact with um, an intelligence like that. How do you move from that? Like, <laughs> I mean, we're we're still living in the world, and and how do you integrate that or? Where do you go next from your first experience into the idea that 
the relationship can continue and grow. Um, maybe you can speak to that. Yes. There are two typical reactions to a first contact. One is you want to go out and tell all your friends in the whole world. And very often we come across barriers there and we realize that people start, start, start looking at us as though we were very strange and um, needed we're going for some mental health problems, but that's, of course, not at all the case. So how do you handle being out in the world with having had that experience? And unfortunately, so many people then just suppress it and never talk about it. But there are so many people who have had these experiences. The statistics prove that. So finding like-minded people where you can just freely speak is is a great way of deal, dealing with it. Just create your own CE5 group or join another CE5 group where where you can nurture that experience and make it grow. The other reaction that that happens when we've had an experience like that is that we go very quiet and we wonder what's going on. We wonder what's happened and we don't talk to anyone about it. And ideally, we move through that we move through those feelings because particularly the feelings can be so strong. Here you are, there's, you've, you've just made contact, you've just seen a spacecraft laugh, land right in front of you, and there's always a feeling attached to that. Usually what I found is that the feeling is one of profound love, and I found that it stays with us for weeks. But of course, what all, the other thing that can come up is fear. Now, what this was so overwhelming that I, what I experienced. What was that that I experienced? Was this, was this benign or was it not benign? And moving through that is also something that is. It's just great to be with other people who can support you, who, who think along the same lines, who experience similar things. Yes, joining groups. I think that's that's key. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. One of the important things is the state that we are in. The the I'll, I'll call it emotional state. It's actually a feeling state that we are in. If we're, for example, if we're in humbleness, if we are not making ourselves less than the others, but um, being in a state where we can be in awe of something that is greater than ourselves, that state is very productive when it comes to making contact with with higher beings. And that's a state that we go into when we do ceremony, when we go into um, joint circle and experience that circle on a on a higher level. Mm. And so what results from, from being in that state and using our intention um, can be really powerful physical manifestations and, and, um, um, and other ways that we, we um, experience a close encounter of the fifth kind. Um, what's been a major demonstrable contact experience for you or where there's been a real sense of confirmation that um, that you or your group have been 
joined. Mm-hmm. I had some personal experiences. I I will look for that internal state that I want to be in, and I internally speak to them, I call them, and once I met two beings, tall, very tall, and they were clearly there for me. It was overwhelming because they they were very, very tall. They were maybe eight meters tall or so, and... I didn't know what I was experiencing. I, I stepped back. I, my mind was racing. What do I do now? Because it was my first experience like that. And uh, I could hold it for a minute, two minutes, three minutes. I don't know. And then I just backed up and moved back to being with other people. And there is a certain safety feeling when we are with other human beings, which is odd because human beings aren't necessarily safe to be with but uh, that's it, it it's just a natural thing when you're with other people it just feels safer and another very profound experience was when i was out with one other person after a, a week or two after we'd been in circle with 25 people or so and we were just setting up for the night. It was dusk, and we saw two spacecraft land. They were when they noticed that we saw them. They just hovered in the air, and they landed. Some beings got out and walked around. It was just three hundred meters from where we were, and after a wee while, they just sank into the ground. And the what stayed with us was that love, that emanation of love. We went into a meditation then to connect on the consciousness level with these beings and compared notes afterwards and we both had the same experience. We had the feeling that people were working on the back of our heads, expanding our consciousness in that way. We both had heard people rustling in our backs. And uh, the other confirmation, of course, is always when you have a photograph of something you may not have seen with your your eyes, but so many of us felt it, and there's many photographs like that, and it just it just reminds us of the situation and the feeling we had. And as you've been, um, as you've organized your own groups and and events um, around this purpose of CE five. Do you have any advice for someone who wants to organize their own local working group or event of that kind? Yes, well, I, I could talk a little bit about uh, my experience with with that. I so much enjoy CE5 that I wanted to do it with, with others. And I also just wanted to do it with groups whose consciousness is elevated or is ready to be elevated. So... Since I've been teaching anyway, I started incorporating it into my teaching. And my experience was that as I started talking about extraterrestrials, a lot of people dropped away. And eventually new people came who really wanted to do this work. So this is, we have to be aware that not everybody is ready for this, and that's okay. 
definitely also a subject that you not can't necessarily talk with everyone in in your family probably or your workplace so yes there going out and doing your ce5 i would say just go and do it and trust that the right people will come because they will come go out and do it and you can do it on your own you can do it with small groups two three four five people you can do it in your backyard you can do it in the middle of a city you can learn how to do it um, from books from going to various websites where there's information on how to do it but the easiest way i would say is by um, if you want to do it on your own by getting the app you will certainly find it on the series disclosure website of Dr. Greer. And it's very helpful. It's got probably more than you need. It's got instructions. It's got meditations. It's got ways of making contact with other people, like-minded people in, in the area that you live in. It's got uh, instruments like magnetometers and compasses, if, if that's the way you want to do it there are various ways of doing it you don't need all the technical gear but some people really love the technical gear and it's a way of them for them to get confirmation for a way for them to interact with the beings other people just prefer no technology that's fine too whatever works for you is is good fantastic thank you so much for sitting with me today and sharing yeah well thank you um andre because i what i love is this international connection that we have you're you're in australia but you've lived in europe and you're originally from california and we're we're spanning a net around the world mm-hmm. a, a consciousness net net because we can connect instantly with each other mm-hmm. and and we have friends wherever wherever we go in this world. Mm-hmm. So I know we're in New Zealand now, but we'll see each other probably in oh, California. Yeah, or in Europe. Soon, or in, <laughs> in Europe, yeah. yes. And just meeting up and, and being together and doing CE5. So I really also appreciate you stepping up and doing these, uh, these podcasts. We just need to fill the net with this information that's right so that people get it whether they're they actually hear it or whether they're just surrounded by the energy Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just all these planting of seeds that will develop and grow into beautiful flowers (laughs) yes yeah 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 so thank you thank you very much for doing this it's my pleasure stepping out thank you Ah, lovely to end there. I look forward to going out under the stars with a group again soon, and unlike many group activities, outdoor group CE5 field work can be very easily done in a socially distanced manner, so I say go for it if you can organize it. To help get you started in CE5, whether on your own or with a group, you'll find a free guide to the basics of CE5 at ce5podcast.com. 
Dr. Stephen Greer also has lots of great resources for you, including the new CE5 Contact app, which is like having a CE5 training course and guide right in your pocket. For that and more of the most definitive information out there on the subjects of CE5, disclosure, and new energy, go to SeriousDisclosure.com. That's S-I-R-I-U-S Disclosure.com. You can also find the groundbreaking film Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind on most online streaming platforms, and I'll include a link for how to find that film in the show notes. It means the world to me when listeners like you take the time to review the show on your podcast player. To do this and find other ways of supporting me in creating this show, go to ce5podcast.com slash team. I'm Andre Cardoso. Thank you for listening to the CE5 Podcast. Peace and love.